0: Back, Sipsters. We are the Sipping Sisters Podcast with three sisters who sip while we talk shit about the sexy and sexist things on our TV screens. Salud. Tonight we're going to be talking about the new Amazon series Upload. I'm Jackie, the big sis. I'm Janelle, the middle sis.
1: And I'm Rachel, the baby sis.
0: And together we're Sipping Sisters Podcast. <laughs> Back in quarantine. Yes, back in (laughs) quarantine. We're drinking a lot. Actually, and I'm watching a lot. Uh, You guys aren't as much because you're working, but I'm doing a lot of viewing. Jackie, what are you uh, drinking and how's your hair? My hair is in a ponytail, which
2: you might think is like kind of just like, uh, but I have, uh, it's actually straight, which means it was previously straightened and then put into a ponytail which has not happened or has happened maybe three times in the last 70 days of quarantine or whatever, self-isolation. So it's pretty impressive, I have to say. I'm actually wearing makeup. I've just been feeling in the mood to do some fun, just even though I'm going nowhere, literally nowhere. I'm going to my desk. That's all I'm going to. And I'm actually drinking water because I really need to drink more water. It's bad. So I'm trying to be very good. I'm hoping I have a nice, cute, kink tumbler. I'm going to make myself a cute cricket sticker for my tumbler. I would be maybe saying drink up or if anyone has any suggestions of what I should put on my tumbler to help me drink, but I'm trying. I tried to bribe myself with cookies if I drank a whole Tumbler full of water. I could have one cookie, but then it just backfired because I have no self-control. So I'd like just have five.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you should do some like shots. Just do shots of water. You know what we should do? We should do power hour Mm. with with water. There you go. I
2: do. I like water. So like I know some people. I feel like some people are like, oh, I just don't like water. I mean, and I like water as long as it's cold. With some ice in it, I'm great. I don't need it to have lemon or strawberries or mint or anything in it. But I just like Diet Coke and coffee better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love coffee. But th- that's why you just got to binge it. You just got to, like, chug at totally. mm-hmm. one sitting. Mm-hmm. I guess that's totally. not shot. But... like,
1: a cup of coffee and a full tumbler cup of coffee full tumbler and your your digestive system will be happy with you yeah. um you could try to put the times on that helps a lot of people oh sometimes.
2: I have like three water bottles with times on it but I don't have one on one that keeps it cold so maybe that's it but know what I usually do and again this has nothing to do with what we're talking about today but you know what Someone might find this helpful I have my one like plastic water bottle with the times on it. And I and then I keep ice in my not my Yeti, but my knockoff Yeti. And then I pour the water from my tumbler that doesn't keep it cold into my Yeti to drink it. And then I can see how much I kind of drink a little bit. But anyways, that's
0: what I'm drinking. And that's how my hair is. Nice. This is Middle Sis Janelle. I am not drinking water, just in general. Although um, I have had a lot of watermelon recently. So I don't know, that could be it. Anyway, I am drinking a Firestone Flyjack Hazy IPA. And you know it's kind of weird cuz it has the amount of calories on the top or on the on the can. So I don't really it's 96 calories, y'all, in case you were interested, which I'm not. It also has on the Firestone like label it says Beer Before Glory, which I kind of like. What's the big deal about glory? So My hair is long. My hair is getting like long as fuck. It's also pink because, you know, it's quarantine. So definitely now is the time to unleash your inner preteen. And I've kind of been wanting to dye my hair a pretty color for a while. And I bleached it blonde last year for Comic-Con. And so now it's all ready to soak up that overtone. Okay, I put in a ponytail and then I braided the ponytail and then I wrapped it around to make a ponytail bun. That's it. So that's uh, my drinking, my drinking. That's what I'm drinking. And that's how my hair is. So. I like it. I'm jealous. My hair is boring. I feel like people,
1: th- the only reason that a company puts the m- amount of calories on their beer can or drink can is when it's low calories. And they're like, ooh, look at We got it totally. so low. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: That, I, do you remember those commercials? What were they like? Not Negromodelo, which is delicious. But Michelob oh. Ultra, like people mm-hmm. like riding a bike and then being like Michelob Ultra, which is like. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. But... Or they like ran a marathon. They're like refreshing afterwards, <laughs> 57
1: calories. You're like, that. it doesn't, no, just, no. just no.
0: I get it if it's just like, look, you're on a diet. You don't want to break your diet, but <laughs> not that. Like there's not an athlete's beer. Like that's just not, no, that's I just feel like that's thing. not a thing. No, just suck it up and drink a beer.
1: This is Baby Sis and I am drinking a lemon truly. I'm trying I was going to take the week off or like the weekdays off of drinking because it's very easy to drink every day in COVID and quarantine, but it has been like making my anxiety pretty bad if I like drink a little too much. So I've been hoping to take the days off, but like one truly is not going to hurt anything. It's pretty much sparkling water. And my hair is in a messy bun. I had it in like, like a nice low bun for my soccer banquet, virtual soccer banquet that I had tonight. And it was really hurting my head. So I had to untighten it. So it is in a nice, comfortable, messy bun now.
0: Yay. So we're talking about Upload, which is a new show that's on Amazon that I think we've all finished. Have we all finished it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, awesome. So it was kind of marketed as this like kind of goofy, I would say. You know, it looks friendly and it's written by and show It looks like I don't know if that's a verb show running. I don't know. It's created by Greg Daniels, who did The Office and then who also did Parks and Rec, which I think is fascinating because Michael Schur also did The Office and Parks and Rec, and then The Good Place. So Michael sure did The Good Place, which is also about, like, afterlife stuff. Oh, that's such a good point. I even think about that. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. Interesting. Isn't that interesting? And I love both of these, like, mm-hmm. creators. I mean, those shows. Epic.
1: Mm-hmm. Some good content, y'all.
0: Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it
2: was about, but I follow Robbie Mel on Twitter and I follow his wife, Italia Ricci, on Twitter also. And she was talking about how she was very. I feel like she like tweeted something. I didn't know like my husband was so funny, <laughs> and was like, mm-hmm. "You should check out upload." And then when it and I guess it dropped. Uh, is that the right verb? It dropped or it was released earlier than they than expected, probably because of what's been going on. And so. That's what I had heard of it. I had no idea what it was about. I just knew that Robbie M L was in it, and that it must be a little bit funny because she talked about how he. She didn't know how funny he was, or he could be.
1: What other stuff is Robbie M L in? Because I, you know, I don't. I'm not an Arrow person, even though that's not Robbie. But I've
0: yeah. He was on the. He was in the movie The Duff. Mm Is probably one of his biggest roles
2: mm mm-hmm. good Which movie
0: is, yeah it's a very like kind of classic teen rom-com and then he's had other than that he's had really mostly pretty short guest spots he well, was on the flash he, for like a more consistent amount of time right uh
2: not he kind of played a rather large character but the way that they wrote it it he wasn't in it for very long like maybe a few episodes he was I believe the lead in a show on the CW called Star tomorrow.
0: Cross. Oh, tomorrow Star people, Cross but- is uh, Matt Lanter. Ah, uh, very oh, timeless thing. <laughs> I know, and they're <laughs> all so pretty. That's the thing. Yeah, they're, they're all so pretty. Yeah, like definitely
1: pretty, good looking, definitely CW hot.
0: Definitely yeah. CW hot, which I um, think is brilliant because that's like not what you get on this TV series. No, like this is not even a little bit CW, and I. Uh, so true that's I in the best that. way possible oh yeah. definitely and i don't even mean that i mean there are some cw shows that i absolutely love but it just it doesn't does. have that kind of storytelling at all even though you kind cool. of think maybe that's what you're gonna get yeah so other than that and oh he's
2: on steven and 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 robbie Mel also like crowdfunded slash probably self-funded a it was like i think a short film called Code 8 and then they funded crowdfunded it into a movie called Code 8 that he start that Robbie Amell I believe stars in and I believe it's on Amazon you can get it on Amazon or Netflix I believe the only reason I know this is that I have not seen it yet, but Luke stumbled upon it and told me that he really
0: enjoyed it. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Oh yeah. Okay, that so let much. me give you the tagline. This makes perfect sense why he'd like this. This is the little description for Code Code Eight. A super powered construction worker falls in with a group of criminals in order to raise the funds to help his ill mother. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> that I'm sorry makes me laugh. Allowed- but that is, like, so Luke. <laughs> Criminals?
1: Construction
0: worker?
1: Upload. Yep. I also really love that Luke liked Upload and watched it with you.
0: Oh, my gosh, yeah. We
2: we both really enjoyed it. Um, I think one of the bonuses is that they're, like, 30 minutes or less episodes, I think. So it was, like, so fast. Like, we're, like, next one, next one, next one. But it also, it's just so good. It's, it's, a Good show, and as I've said on Twitter, like I have not heard one
0: negative thing about it from anybody. Totally. So just to give a description of further description of it, we're describing it already, but it is ten episodes, and yeah, they're thirty minute episodes, and it has been renewed for a season two already. Thank Yay! God.
1: Mm-hmm. We're only talking about episode one today, but thank God they got a season two because.
0: Oh my gosh. I like. Yeah. We'll talk about it when we talk about the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. The other stars for the series are Andy Allo, and I don't know if that's how you pronounce her name, um, but Andy Allo and Allegra Edwards. Mm -hmm. So Andy plays Nora, and Allegra plays Ingrid. And those are really the three leads, although I would say the main, main leads are are Robbie and Mel, who plays Nathan, and Andy, who plays Nora. I've never seen the actress who plays Nora on anything else. And she's phenomenal. I think she's just so good in this. Mm -hmm. She's delightful. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk first about, well, I've talked a little bit about my expectations um, because of the poster art and because of who Robbie Amell is. And I also wrote about this a little bit in my review for um, a lot in in my review for Telltale about the the series. But did you think you were going to like it when you watched it? Because you... Well, yes, I thought I was going to like
2: it. It was one of those things where I was a little bit worried, though, because by the time I started, it had not been on that long, but I had heard so many people loving it that I was worried I was not going to love it as much because of all the hype. Does that make sense? Totally. So I was like, I was like, maybe it's not as good as everyone says,
0: but no, everyone was right. I definitely when I was sharing because I watched it, like I binged it immediately, like the whole thing because I was reviewing it. And so nobody had watched all of it pretty much because you don't usually do that with a new series. Like you might do that with the second season of something that you know that you like. But I feel like it's pretty rare to just binge. Probably it's rare to binge a whole season in an evening. <laughs> Not for me. Not <laughs> um, during COVID. Things are, everything's different during COVID. Good point. Very Good point. <laughs> but then I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so good. But I didn't want to overhype it to other people because I wanted them to be able to come to the same conclusion. And when your expectations are really high, like I'm going to love this. It makes it so much easier to be like, I mean, it was okay, but you're right, Jackie. Or I agree. Like I also haven't heard anybody who's doesn't really like it. And most people are like, wow, this is actually amazing. Did you watch it because you heard about it from other people, Rachie? Because you suggested it. (laughs) Excellent. And then Travis and I were like,
1: oh, we should start that. And then two days later, <laughs> we were done. It actually did take us a couple of days, but
0: you yeah. Yeah, might have been. That, too. That's pretty, yeah. <laughs> so the series starts off with getting to know Nathan and Ingrid a little bit. We basically meet them and see that he has this really fancy girlfriend, basically. Um, And then he like brings her home to his family and it's really awkward because it doesn't seem like he's really even that into her and they definitely don't seem into her and then he dies so well kind of and the whole like idea of upload is that in this series it's a kind of in it is it's into the future and if you have the resources when you die you don't really die because they upload your brain everything in your brain to a virtual reality and then you can like live on indefinitely forever in these in these virtual reality spheres but uh, you have to pay you have to pay to have access to these different like it's almost like they're different vacation spots for the afterlife but they you keep on paying once you get in So it doesn't stop, at like it's not like an entry and then all the things are there. It's like you go in and then also like there's like levels of food, like you can have the buffet, you can have the like very basic edition or you can have more fancy stuff.
2: And I feel like it's a little, I mean, I felt like it was a little unclear until uh, Nathan is uploaded that you, when you are uploaded, you die. It's not you die and then you're uploaded. Uploading kills you. So you have to be like about to die or like, you know, you're dying and then you upload versus, yeah, being
0: already dead. So it's kind of that like big ethical choice. (laughs) And that gets muddled even more. I mean, I think for this whole for the whole series, it's like Mm. all of these ethical issues that are brought up. And kind of like deep, you know, metaphysical quandaries and definitely a lot of existential dilemma about what life is and all of that. But I think that that ethical, like who gets to decide about death and life is definitely something that right up front becomes really a big part of it. In an interesting, like, kind of like, it is, it's kind of funny. Even when, you know, he dies, we're like, it's so graphic. This show is like weirdly graphic. Totally. Well, because
1: it's, like, not really death to them. So they're like, okay. I mean, like, they still freak out. Ingrid and his mom see him uploaded. But the thought is, like, oh, he's not really dead. Like, he's still here with us in his consciousness. So it's okay, but it's really violent and grotesque.
0: (laughs) Totally. It's so grotesque. It is, but I
1: really like that scene. It's like, essentially, Ingrid's watching him get uploaded and is like, I mean, should we talk about him yeah i mean like he's like lightweight forced into uploading because like jackie said you have to like you're not dead yet so you have to make on your deathbed this decision to be uploaded or somebody else makes that decision for you because you were already set up to be uploaded and you're dying but you're not totally dead yet and he is not really dying and they're like oh yeah you're dying you're dying you're dying you have to upload you have to upload ingrid's like sign this thing and then he's Mm -hmm. uploaded and his mom walks in at the last second, and Ingrid and his mom watch him get uploaded, and essentially, like, your head is singed off.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then yeah. you're uploaded,
1: because that's your consciousness. And <laughs> with his case, it's kind
2: of, it's not really clear if he was really actually dying. Because when he's sitting in the chair about to get uploaded, he doesn't seem that close to death.
0: Like <laughs> No. Like, and he's like, but, I feel fine. I really, yeah. I feel And they feel address it fine. later on. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But I also is. like seeing some of the technology. So I enjoyed the, oh. like, self-driving cars. But then it was like, I mean, it was crazy watching him die, basically, where you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like everybody's biggest fear with when it comes to, every, yeah. essentially, this is everybody's biggest fear about technology coming true.
0: Totally. Mm-hmm. But, like, in a pretty, like, do 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 -do. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Like, it's inevitable we're heading there. Like, it's just, (laughs) like, yeah. Like, of course this happened. Because, like, this is life. And now you can upload your consciousness. And there's self-driving cars that aren't supposed to crash. But (laughs) Nathan's crashes. So, you Mm -hmm. know. Like, like, it's just very not on purpose, almost. Like, it's very just smooth Mm -hmm. and not dramatic. But it's just, like, Mm -hmm. quite a matter of fact Like, this is where we're headed in our technological world. Mm -hmm. Which makes it scarier.
0: Totally. I totally agree. So Nathan has some friends that he kind of meets in heaven. But like he they're very kind of shallow relationships. Of course, they're shallow relationships. But it's not like he goes to this heaven and is he doesn't experience it as heaven at all. He goes and he's kind of uh, like unsettled pretty much the whole time, even when they're like having fun. He's kind of like, uh, and I, I really like how it's a little bit represented or something to do with it. Cause the, he has like a hair that's out of place because when Nora like uploaded his code and did his whole, whatever, what he looks like, his avatar, she was basically was like, he's too perfect and getting kind of like, almost like pissy about how attracted she is to him. And so she like put a hair out of place, <laughs> that hair out of place bugs him so much.
1: I, like, almost drives him off the deep end, the very first episode. <laughs> exactly.
2: It's so funny. He's, oh. But,
1: like, I get it. Exactly. You like, just get it. Yeah, and you see this, this dichotomy between, like, this is supposed to be heaven, but this is clearly not heaven. And mm-hmm. I'm clearly not in bliss because half of this sucks. <laughs> More than half of it sucks. And, you know, especially because Nathan and very few of the people in horizon which is his heaven which is like the premium version of heaven View. i'm sorry lakeview but isn't it called it's like by horizon Ho- horizon's the company that owns lakeview, lakeview. I think. so lakeview and because it is representative of our economic it, economic inequality lakeview is like the high end of the economic status in terms of uploading but then mm. like you get the you could go to a really shitty upload that is not as high tech, there's not as much, you know, upgrades, there's not as much cool stuff, and so you're, like, even in less of a heaven, but he is in, like, the premium version of heaven, and he still isn't satisfied, because he's, it's weird. Well, and he,
2: while he has some amenities of Lakeview, um, all upgrades, and or upcharges, or, um, I can't remember what they, uh, like, okay. ads, almost, <laughs> like, are have to be approved by ingrid because ingrid's the one who basically uploaded him and is paying for his i guess subscription kind of to the afterlife so Mm -hmm. he's reliant on her and he she can cancel him at any time so he has to keep
1: her happy to keep his consciousness in this heaven he's not really happy in but he'd rather stick it out
2: Mm-hmm. and then of course we see like how he like goes to go to like the mini bar but then like he wants like a bag of chips and he's and it's like two dollar up charged. and it's basically like you're at a i mean like you're on vacation you're not not everything has a cost uh-huh i had to get i i did get a I, well i got to kick out of a lot of things like how like so nora is nathan's like kind of like case holder so he she designs his avatar and all this stuff and then you find out like certain people whoever they're like
1: cleaning service rep
2: yeah it designs their avatar so you know Ingrid's grandmother's black and white cuz they used a black and white picture like uh, for her avatar from when she was younger and these little quirks that they throw in is just they're it's entertaining the ad pop-ups you know like that <laughs> that like pop up to the orbits guy it's just like
0: oh. <laughs> just to totally. bring it back a little bit to ingrid and the like ownership of nathan or the way that he she has total control over his existence i think that that's an interesting setup for um the ship being the ship between like nora and nathan which i don't know i think from well if even It seems obvious that there's a connection between them from the second that she's like, oh, he's cute. And she gets almost like a little flustered with having a, you know, a a hot new person that's her, whatever, her client, I guess. But how it creates this impossible scenario for them from the get-go, because obviously if he wants to like at all be romantic with Nora, he will not be able to exist (laughs) because she has that total control. And he doesn't have the money for it. He's not wealthy himself. So he could never afford this life. Yeah. So either he, he either would stop existing or, and not really have any other option as far. So sorry, not to be super confusing, but basically, Ingrid made the choice for him to be here in the first place. So he never got to pick, I think I'd like to see if my body will heal and like take the risk of it. So now, and now he's in a position where he can't choose to like go back to being alive and taking that risk. So his only options seem to be either being under her finger or, or under her thumb or not existing, which that's pretty wild. That's a pretty wild setup for a ship. Those are some mm-hmm. highest stakes. Totally. And you get that from the very first episode, which I
1: think also helps contribute to like understanding the effect like, the economic undertones of the entire show, right? Like, it is Mm. impossible to escape the realities of money in the show. And it really highlights what, like, what you get with money, and what, what control you have, and what little control you have over your own life when you have such little
0: money. That connects then to, I mean, the meaning of life, which It's rare for a show to just go full in on that kind of theme on its pilot episode, but it really (laughs) does. (laughs) Because as Nathan is running, rushing towards the void, just wanting to end it, not because of Ingrid, but just because of the futility of this, this existence for like, it's this futility of a transactional existence. She grounds him by being, real, I guess, by not having it be this produced or stylized or commodified life, so she shares her name, which she's not supposed to do. She tells him about her like apartment, says it's really small, she explains that she's at work she and she kind of showcases reality, and that for that's what does it for him. You know, and she says some other things that are nice too, like the the, you know, imperfections are what make life beautiful and stuff like that. But really it's about this sharing, this this showing of her truth of like who who she really is. That's the thing that makes him want to live. That's pretty gnarly. It's a good first Totally. Date.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: ship it. <laughs> it's like I feel like they make it impossible not to ship. Mm-hmm. They set everything up for it to be the ship. I mean, like, i in love. Like. Oh,
2: totally. I mean, I watched this fairly recently because, I mean, again, it's very bingeable. And everything's kind of meshing together. Probably because it is only 10 episodes. But I believe in, like, the first episode they talk about how, like, Nora makes a comment about how he's he looks very douchey. And in his pre-life <laughs> or, you know, in his before after life or whatever, like, you did get the sense that he was douchey a little bit. But at the at same- least
0: douchey adjacent.
2: Yes. <laughs> he had but,
0: some ass wipery going on. Right. But honestly, then, with how he treated Ingrid, because he clearly was like, is not that into her. But then right. he's like, oh, okay, you want to bang? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. And but then
2: like you see him with his niece, and you're like, oh, okay. And you're like, and I think that's like again, a test, a test, a testament to Robbie Amell and his acting ability because you just I mean like by the end of the episode you just really like I mean like I feel like you really understand and like like Nathan even though you know he's definitely not perfect obviously no one is but you know like you know again he's kind of douchebag adjacent but you also kind of understand so you just you just like him and you're rooting for him and you don't want him to jump in the torrent (laughs) totally true Mm
1: -hmm. well yeah and You know, you see kind of how he goes from being this kind of douchey character who, like, obviously, you know, like, sleeps around with women and doesn't really, like, care about them in the sense of, like, keeping a relationship with them, but then once he's uploaded... Then we find out towards the end of the episode that some of his memories are damaged. And so, and which is like, you know, you know, we like Nora's like, oh, that's so weird. Like this has never really happened. Like these, these memories are damaged, but like you automatically like Nathan in this new space of Lakeview and quote unquote heaven, like shitty heaven. I don't even know if like, I can't even, yeah, shitty heaven. Like if that's a heaven, like count me out, but it's interesting that you automatically like him a little bit more once he's uploaded because he's, like, this nice, sweet guy and help Nora's helping him through this, like, first realization that he is now in this Lakeview place that is pretty shitty and he doesn't really want to live and he almost commits suicide. And then we find out that some of his memories are damaged. And it's just kind of, like, not only adds a mystery to the storyline in particular because we really want to know why some of his memories are hazy, but also makes you wonder, like, are those memories making him less douchey?
0: <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> I love that. I didn't think about that at all. That's brilliant, Rachel. I was just like, ooh, what is this mystery? It's like, oh, but I didn't think about how how yeah, if you don't remember the parts of you and your life that make you crappy, you'd be less crappy. That's I mean, that's if you could just forget your terrible choices, <laughs> that'd be pretty great. <laughs>
1: seriously, uh, seriously. Yeah. or like what made you douchey so like you don't even it, it's interesting and like you don't know that it's just interesting in the first episode because you mm. go from like this douchey guy and you're like i'm so confused why is he all of a sudden so nice and nice and caring mm. and kind of does have a different personality when he wakes up but you kind of also could just take it into account that he's dead and and is in heaven quote unquote shitty heaven i'll continue to call it shitty heaven
2: <laughs> um this total not total sidetrack but that what you said about like not knowing your memories brings up a good book that I recommend to everybody when they ask for a book. And it's actually by the author of big little lies. Huh. It's uh, and I believe it's been like, this book has already been optioned to become movie, a movie and it's called what Alice forgot. And I recommend it to everyone. Cause it is about a woman who is, I think like 20, like 27, newly like a uh, fairly recently married expecting her first child and she falls and like or something happens that she hits her head and she wakes up and it's ten, and she it's 10 years later oh no that's it it's actually 10 years and the fact she's at a spin class and she falls and hits her head and when she wakes up the last thing she remembers is being 27 and about mm. to expect her first baby she doesn't remember the last 10 years of her life and it's about her being what she thinks she remembers herself being and how people are reacting to her over what's happened over the last 10 years that she cannot remember. Mm. And she's acting totally different because she doesn't remember what transpired and how she was acting over the last 10 years.
0: It's a really mm-hmm. good book. I yeah. it. Another couple parts of Upload, not necessarily having to do with memory, but kind of about like, I mean, a little bit about reflecting on your life and your life's meaning and who you are. The difference, I think, between, well, first of all, the service reps. So like Alicia and Nora, and then the people in heaven who are like so privileged and just don't even seem to realize what life is all about, even though they're not really living. I mean, arguably, but also that a lot of people I mean, Alicia says that her, like, survival rate, basically, for her new people is, what, like, 40% or something like that? Yeah. And that, like, a good percentage is 60%. I think I think that's about right. Mm. I think I remember that right. But-
1: of the, it's a, I
0: think she was talking about
1: specifically people who weren't expecting to be uploaded.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: I think, like, like Nathan, because he died unexpectedly. And so the, the people who weren't planning mm. on being uploaded, it's, like, 40% survival rate. Is my I remember or my memory of it? Yeah.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay, so that might be a little different, but even so, I thought that was such a fascinating thing to dump out there that basically, more often than not, people choose not to be alive forever. Or this version of alive, and that's I think that's very fascinating. Again, it just goes into this theme of the economy of life and the the drastic difference. I think this show from the get go does a really good job of vilifying economic inequality and making it so grotesque, which, gosh, we need to hear that. I I want to I want to see more shows kind of take on capitalism and and mm-hmm. greed and like commodification of everything.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And corporate like funding corporate corporations versus Anything mm-hmm. else totally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It totally. does such a good job. It does such such a good job.
0: I was just reading a tweet that was like and this is um something that I was having an argument with various people because what's going on with right now is a lot of people are getting unemployment and some people are experiencing their unemployment checks being more than they would make at their job. And so they're basically like, I'm not going to go back to work, especially now where that's exposing you to risk. But even if not, like, why would I go back to work if I'm making more money getting my unemployment? And it's interesting because a lot of people, I think especially people who are coming from a place of privilege, are basically saying, well, you're getting overpaid in unemployment. So that is disincentivizing people to go back to work. And so like, we need to lower that amount. Instead of saying, hey, Why aren't corporations who are not people, so they don't have to go home and take a shit and, you know, feed themselves and experience joy and pain. They don't do any of the labor and the the corporation gets all of this profit. Why isn't why aren't we mad at them? Why is it, oh, these people are getting overpaid and they're lazy and they won't go back to work? Why is it, hey, why aren't you paying your workers more than unemployment?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Exactly. And why are your workers feeling the need to go on strike in the middle of a pandemic when there's mm-hmm. few of the only people working still because you treat them like such shit? Yeah. <sighs> and then you're going to become a trillionaire in six years. Cough, cough, Jeff Bezos.
0: OK, but how ironic is it <laughs> that Jeff Bezos <laughs> Trillionaire, doesn't he own Amazon? Yeah. Which is where this show is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Liz, <laughs> also watching the
1: bro. Fascinating. I, I mean he knows all of it. He knows all of it. He chooses to do this. He is one of the only yeah. billionaires who doesn't do- donate to the same funds that like Melinda and Bill Gates did. I can't remember what that fund is called. It's not the Melinda Gates fund, but his wife, I don't know if you guys know this, but when Jeff Bezos' wife divorced him because his cheating ass cheated on her. And she, they did not have a prenup, and she got oh. of dollars. And oh. she, the second she that the divorce was over and she got her money, signed up for to donate fifty percent of her worth to this fund. When Jeff Bezos still won't, fuck off. Wow. But continue letting great content like upload on your streaming service. But like, I think also he also was fund the mm-hmm.
0: bill for it to save America. So like, you could also do that. Yeah, you could end and homelessness. Be a you could literally yeah. end homelessness yeah also you could save the planet like and like, and you have gotten this money off of you have committed crimes to get this money mm-hmm. there's no way you become a trillionaire without without engaging yeah. in shady ass business practices
1: you could literally close the gap like the economic gap and still have billions of dollars for like the next 10 generations of your children so just saying. Sorry. Easy Jeff Bezos rant. But, like, yeah. literally, thanks for
0: Upload, even though you probably haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> well, and, honestly, like The Expanse, which Jeff Bezos also key, I believe, is a fan of that show. And, and that he is why. That I know. that's the, That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's another show that's really good at these, like, almost subversive ways of getting you to, like, see – why representation is important or like that you can have women in power and it's not some like bad thing. But it doesn't it doesn't like comment directly on it. It just kind of shows through the storytelling. And I an upload is a bit more direct. But there's so much that's completely subversive about it because it doesn't ever feel like a rant.
1: Oh, so true.
0: It's very just like,
1: let's present this future that is so realistic that you have to think about it because (laughs) it's just so... You know, maybe my, not the head singed off and people choosing before <laughs> death, but like mm. the rest of it is so scary true. And like that's why I like it because I don't like oh the Netflix show oh fuck that's all about technology as well. And it's oh devs nope that's oh. Hulu Mm-mm.
0: um that's um, oh Black Mirror? Black Mirror
1: episode is different Black Mirror like that shit really freaks me out I but hate like, it the same. yeah. I've watched a couple episodes, Mm mm-mm, not my thing. Upload does a very similar thing, but makes Mm it lighthearted, but not where you're like, oh, ha-ha, you're like, oh, shit, this is real. Wow, this is real and fucked. But (laughs) I will still watch it, it's not terrifying. It's just like, yeah, I know, (laughs) like, yeah, like, this is, this is, you know, 75% 75% dark. chance for future. <laughs> yeah,
0: It's dark as fuck. And then also like, I ship it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe it's the ship that makes it better.
1: <laughs> and just Nora herself, because she's like such a lovely human. Totally. Oh, okay, so we talked a lot about the first episode. Maybe we should let everybody go so they can go watch it. And then we can talk about the second one later.
0: Mm-hmm. And we definitely want to talk to about kind of how it ends, because this pilot episode does end on a cliffhanger. And it adds to this comedy this dark comedy a mystery which mm-hmm. is like come on give us everything we want
1: yeah and they do they like kind of slipped it in
0: like mm-hmm. the mystery
1: part, and you're just like oh okay so like if you're not in for it into it for the ships you're definitely going to be into it for the technology and if you're not then it's the mystery so it's got something for everybody which is totally. really fun totally all right well any last thoughts jackie uh nope i just love it <laughs>
0: everyone go watch it awesome all right well this is uh janelle middlesys you can find me on twitter personally at at schools outlaw you can find the podcast at three the number three sipping sisters pod oh my gosh we haven't done this in so long i forgot our twitter handle you guys <laughs> <laughs> this is really bad <laughs> i think it's just three sipping sisters mm-hmm. yeah it is it's just the number three sipping sisters wow that's really wow i have i have quarantine brain Where can we find you two on socials?
1: Uh, You can find the baby sis at Laud, L A U D
2: D D. And you can find Big Sis at Arrows and Baby Fit on Twitter.
0: Right. And you can look forward to another episode from us, another mini episode on season one, episode two of Upload called Five Stars in about a week. Cheers. Cheers.